1: Uh, now, let's get to Knights versus the Tigers. Knights defeat the Tigers, 34-18. <clears throat> um, now, I'm pretty sure it was a couple of late tries that brought it back in. Um, am I remembering that correctly or am I off my
0: head? No, not re- no, the last try to Tigers was in about the 50th minute.
1: Was it a couple of late tries to Knights that pushed him out? Uh, yeah. I remember the game being relatively close, especially the first half. They went in 6-4, I think. 18-12. 18-12. Newcastle, yes. Yeah. So they're only up by six at halftime. Yeah, so relatively yeah. close. So Tigers, okay, so Tigers only scored one more try. Knights ran away with it. I was actually, that's why I'm like tossing and turning with this win with the Knights. I look at it and I go, the game was there to just dominate. Like you look at uh, 63% completion rate compared to 80 with the Knights. So you go, okay, the Knights probably could have won forty to 12 or 40 to 18. But then I also look at it like, you know what, 34, 18, the Knights, the situation they've been in this year. And then you go, okay, look, they could have won by more. Then you go look at the ladder, Knights, sitting 10th. All of a sudden you go, you know what, I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't think you describe
0: it as a turning point because it didn't decide the result of the game. But I think what stopped the Knights from having a big win Mm was that try that Marshy was away was going to score for all money then he sort of just bodied up on uh, on um, the fullback buller. buller. but then the Tigers got the ball went up the other end went up mm. the other end and scored which made it 18-12 at halftime instead of all of a sudden it being 24-6 mm. so i think that that was sort of the moment that got the Tigers back into this game as well KP kicked 11 from 11 last week mm. couldn't buy a goal of yeah. the weekend 3 yeah. from 7 so 34-18 I, I personally thought the Newcastle Knights were a lot better than that in yeah. this game
1: And that's where I'm like, you could look at the individual performance and go, look, there's a lot of room for growth, but they're sitting 10th on the table. Like, put it this way, if everything went right for this club at the start of the year and you said to their fans, you'll be sitting 10th at round 20, I think a lot of fans would go, look, we want to play finals footy, but I'll cop that. I'll cop that. So I actually, I think the Knights have been really brave this year. I think there was a few rocky parts at the start of the season, But I think they've been really brave. And although the win wasn't everything it could have been, they just seem to be getting them together and putting themselves in a position to maybe have a shot at finals footy.
0: Well, you have a look like the points they've conceded this year, 365. Take the Broncos, for example. They've only conceded 320. So, you know, it's only two points on average throughout the season. They're behind the Broncos, who who I personally think have been a good defensive side this Mm. year. Um, Like, So there's definitely improvements for Newcastle. There's still... A lot of holes in that team, though. Mm. There's there's still, you know, a handful of players there in key spots that I go, (laughs) can they get that – can they play finals footy with those guys? But, like, you throw a Jaden Braley back in there. Mm. That's what I I mean. And then you're like, okay, you
1: go KP stays at fullback from the start of the year. Yep. They get an extra win or two. They they might be sitting in – like, for example, they're three points outside the eight. So an extra win or two with KP at fullback the whole time because KP most likely wouldn't have got head knocks because he would have been in the back line. Like, since he's gotten back, he's been pretty sweet. Yep. That's where I go, I kind of don't mind it for the Knights. I really don't. The coach was basically a hair, like a breath away from being sacked at the start of the year. They're currently sitting 10th. They're, they're above the Seagulls, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Roosters, the Dogs, the Dragons.
0: Like, it's not bad. Like, when I have a look at the top eight, there's probably only four teams that I would confidently say... If they were playing Newcastle this weekend, I genuinely think they'd 100% win. Yeah. Like, yep. I still think that, that they would compete with a number of teams uh, in this top eight. Like, I, I think if you put the Knights <coughs> against the Sharks this week, I think I'd take the Knights as a smoky.
1: Put it this way, if they if they beat the Sharks, it wouldn't be like, oh, my God, what a massive wow. upset. Yeah.
0: And you know exactly how they'd beat them, too. Like, the
1: Knights are
0: who they are. Mm. They're going to just grin out a victory. Uh, I, I think Newcastle are heading in the right direction, They obviously. Losing a couple of guys, well, they use losing um, Dominic Young next year, which will really hurt. Mm. But they're getting a couple of guys over from England that I think will be good signings.
2: What do
1: you think of the Knights right now?
2: I was very similar to you, Kempi. I was trying to work out whether I was happy for them or disappointed in what it could have been because yeah. <clears throat> their attack looks so good a lot of the time, but far out with the Tigers were thrown at him. I was like, how the hell did they not beat them by 60? Yeah, Because the Tigers... Would abhorrent like it summed it up for me, and this is sort of probably going a bit more to the Tigers, but they were down three tries to nil after twelve minutes. Tigers have a set, they go upfield, and they kick from about their own forty offside within the ten, and you invite them straight back down. The Knights knock it on about two tackles later. The next set, the Tigers finish it on the Knights' line with John Bateman kicking it. He drags KP back in the goal. It was a really weird one. Should have been a penalty, wasn't, and he ended up getting the ball out and they just said play on. That very next tackle, the Tigers fly off their line, everyone's offside within the 10, send them back downfield. Huh. And I'm just sitting there going, you're just imploding like, yeah. like this has nothing to do with how hard you're running the ball, how hard you're tackling, how sharp your backline movements are, whatever, how crispy your passing is. It was just dumb, dumb, dumb.
0: And it's got nothing to do with the players that are out. No. It doesn't matter your halves, aren't Yeah, yeah.
2: Hmm. It's just... Dumb football and, and I found it really difficult to watch. So yeah, on one front I'm just thinking that the Knights should have trounced them. The other front I'm thinking, you know what? They still got up 34 18. As you said, they're a side that we we've been so critical of at times over the last two years that the score line reflects a good win, but I'm just still not convinced. I
1: know. It's yeah, I'm really torn. I'm really torn. So I I I tend to look at it more of the fact that if, I, if they weren't sitting 10th on the ladder, I'd go, look, pretty shitty performance. Mm-hmm. Like they should have absolutely belted the Tigers. But, like, sometimes you're just got to go with everything that's gone against them this year, with all the wrong decisions that are self-inflicted, to be honest, mm. uh, with their poor roster management, with just injuries, everything, everything. Uh, you go, sitting in 10th, couple wins outside the eight, okay, I'll take it. At least it's not – you know, put it this way. If you looked at that Tigers roster – and where they're sitting Compared to how well They recruited in the off-season They actually had Good roster management Actually One of the best In the competition And the, the the Knights Had the opposite And yet the Knights Are the ones That are sitting
2: 10th um, And it's just like, like You look at The Tigers defence In particular For those first Two or three tries <laughs> you know, Nice good ball movement By the Knights like, Was it good ball movement Or was it terrible defence Because the defence mm. Was so so poor And you just look at then Some of the Knights Discipline at different times And um, I'm sure we'll get to it soon But Heatherington Heather, Simbin Where Soft as butter We know But we also know That's a Simbin Every day of the week mm. And it's just shit like this Where if you do that Against a top tier team In the NRL They'll put three tries On you in ten minutes That that one player's Off the field yeah. um, So in that sense you like You know They're still only scratching The surface of what They can be the Knights There's s- such a quality Football team in there mm. Oh, God, there's a long way to go.
0: <clears throat> and that, that was the three minutes. Three minutes before half time was when Marcius should have scored. Three minutes after halftime was when he got Simbin. Yeah. And it, it just brought the Tigers right back into that game.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, look, I'm going to try to look at it as a positive. Mm. They're sitting 10th. Not pretty. But at the same time, they have dealt with so much this year, it would have been very easy for them to completely implode. And the, way, the reason I say it would have been easy, have a look at the blokes they're playing. They've, that Tigers have completely <clears throat> imploded as a club. Like... They might be worse. They might be the worst they've ever been. They might be the worst they've ever been. Even like last year, you could see, you know, moments of fight. Anyway, we will get to the Tigers, but to the Knights, um, I love KP at the back. Like yeah. I know we say it every single week, but just keep him there, please. Don't ever like. There needs to be strong leadership at the club that says KP to six is dead. It's done. Don't bring it up. Don't fuck our roster management up with bringing it up because at the moment, even though Tyson Gamble is a good you know, step-in guy, he's not an NRL six week in, week out that's going to lead you to the finals footy at the moment. Now, maybe he develops into one, but right now he's he's a battler. He's a guy that you could probably – maybe you could say he's a 14. That could help take you to the finals. But at a lead man six, I just don't know if he he has that ability at the moment to be a top eight number six. He can be, as I said, I think he'd be a really good fourteen because he just brings so much energy to the side. He he has a crack at everything. He's good ball. He's decent enough to be a six or a seven if you have to. You could probably throw him at thirteen, maybe in, even in at um, hooker. So, from that perspective, you're going if they if they handle their roster management well over the next year or two, they genuinely could be playing finals footy in the next twelve to twenty four months.
0: It would have been interesting to see if. You know, if Jackson Hastings obviously arrived this year and maybe they, you know, they freed up the coin to get Jacko by letting um, the half-back go that was there last year from the Cowboys, Jake Clifford. Clifford, who's now coming back to the Cowboys. Would have been interesting to see Hastings and him. Yeah, for sure. I don't think Clifford was ever a halfback. I think he's mm. a 5'8. And I reckon they would have been a really good half-sparing if you had KP at full too. You wouldn't have been paying overs for either of them, realistically. Mm. So a bit of a slight indoors moment there. But I agree. Tyson Gamble's one of those guys that I just I don't think they can play finals footy with him at 5'8. I mentioned before, Jaden Brayley's out. Man, I think Phoenix Crossland has improved out of sight.
1: Oh, he's been outstanding. Uh, for the
0: first three weeks when he was at Hooker, I just thought, they can't keep doing this. This yeah. just isn't going to work. But I think he's really improved. But once again, can you play finals footy with Phoenix Crossland at nine? I, I probably don't think so.
1: Look, I think you've got more chance of Crossland. He's only 22, I think. Mm. So you've got more chance of him... Div- he's only been playing Hooker for, what, fucking... Well, he, he was
0: the star halfback coming through. Yeah. Then they turned him into a lock. Now they've turned him into a hooker.
1: Yeah, so I think that if they give him an opportunity to grow into that position, then he could grow into a top eight hooker. Uh, but Gamble, he's a little bit... How old is Gamble at the moment?
3: Oh, Gamble, oh so Crossland turned 23 10 days ago.
1: Yeah, so he's young and as anything. Tyson, so so basically, it's when they're at full strength, it'll be a fight between Crossland and Gamble for that 14 jersey, Gamble's 27. Yeah. So... If, I'd probably lean towards crossland at the 14.
0: Well, is it? You've got Kurt Mann too.
1: At the moment, Kurt Mann hasn't really been doing it for me, to be honest. He yeah, okay. seen, hasn't seen the same Kurt Mann that we saw a year or two ago. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm just unsure as to where he fits in in that mm. side going forward. Uh, who would you have at 14 if they were to be at full strength?
0: I, I think they would go to Kurt Mann just because of the name and, how he can cover just everything, but I agree with you. He, he hasn't been any, anywhere near his best. I feel real sorry for Kurtman, to be honest with you. The way he's I think played he's played been,
1: out. he's a product of his environment. He hasn't been yeah. given the fair opportunity. He hasn't been in a club that can really bring the best out of him, in my opinion. Um, and maybe it's just a form thing. Look, Kurtman at his best definitely gets that fourteen jersey for me. Kurtman is one hundred percent. But Kurtman right now, I, I would probably lean towards Phoenix Crossland just because I am such a big fan of that two hooker rotation. Mm. I'm just such a big fan. And, like, you know, yeah, it's great to get Braley playing long minutes, but at the same time, I, I just think that if you can somehow make it so your hooker doesn't have to play 80 minutes, just do it.
0: Especially with his injuries the last two years, we've seen the impact it's had on Newcastle. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't be trying to push Braley to play 80 anymore.
1: And you, because his injuries have happened so regularly, you want a guy to, that is about to replace him to have as much game time as possible. The only, time you, the only way you get that is with... Crossland on the bench. Now, if you aren't a huge fan of the two-hooker rotation and you want uh, Braley to play 80, that's when I go gamble. Mm. Um, gamble on man. Obviously, if man is playing the best footy, then I go man. Anyway, that's, that's the details. Um, let's get into some good performances. Uh, I thought uh, Tyson Frizzell was absolutely outstanding. Now, reports are saying that he's about to extend two years. Isn't, isn't it interesting? Because I swear it was only, what, six months ago where there was whispers that they were trying to push him out. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, they're extending for two years. So that just shows you how hard he's worked to get that spot. Um, but, yeah, Caitlin Pong was outstanding. And just 3 tries, tri-assists, a try, 151 metres, six tackle breaks, a line break, four line break assists. He just – all I need from KP is just to keep playing and just get more footy. Because he's only going to get better and better. Because when you look at his last three years, I think he's averaged like maybe 14 to 15 games. Like, he hasn't really had – Full-on season for quite a while. Kalen Ponga, with a full season of rugby league under his belt and a full pre-season, is genuinely scary. A genuinely scary prospect.
2: How good is he to watch? Fuck, he's good. I reckon with KP, and I've said this time and time again as well, I think he's significantly better playing left side of the field. Mm. That is not to knock his ability on the right side of the field. It's just the left side suits his footwork more than anything. Uh, his passing game is a little bit better on the left as well, I think. But just his footwork, his ability to skin the bloke one on one, is second to none in the NRL, in my opinion. <clears throat> While there's plenty of strike on that right edge, particularly with you know Dom Young finishing off, I reckon the Knights have the makings there of one of the most lethal and like most potent edges in the game. I would just be peppering that left edge time and time and time again. I felt like KP over his career. I almost felt like an obligation to go, no, no, we've got two sides to this team. Let's yeah. give the right some ball. At Times in recent weeks, the big win over the Doggies, the win over the Tigers, yes, pretty soft opposition. It is what it is. But the left edge has just been relentless. You've got – you spoke, Guru, after the Doggies the other week about um, hey, Jaco Hastings. He's calling the shots, going deep into line, creating that space for KP. You've got Lockie Fitzgibbon, who I've been a big fan of for a long time, Just runs his awesome hard line, ties in defenders. Again, create that space for KP at the back. When he gets a three, not even a three on two, a three on three, KP scores him. He's too quick, he's Mm. too sharp. Grab him best, in career best form. Mm. Running that hard line, and then Margie, who's unstoppable on the wing. I would just be smashing that left edge all game. All right, if you come up against a defensive system that shut it down, it's not clicking. Go to the right, not exclusively to the left, but... Far out, it looks good.
0: We have a look at like who's come to the nights this year off the field is Peter Parr, who was in charge of the Cowboys system up there mm. when they won the comp, and that was their fullback. Lachlan Clute. stay on the right hand side of the mm. post, don't leave that side, and that was always their strong side that they'd go down that edge. And I personally don't need to do the same with Kaper, yeah. just sit him there. Dylan Edwards, he doesn't cross the post either.
1: Mm. Well, I think that they got caught up a bit in the uh, the idea of like as you kind of alluded to, oh, we we can't just be a left edge side, but sometimes coaches. They weaken a strength to make your average across the board. With KP, you mean you watch um, you watch Origin like Cody Walker just sat on that left edge and just said, "You know I'm coming, but I'm going to create so much space that you're going to make the wrong decision." And the same with KP, like he's so good. Very rarely is a defensive system going to be able to stop him. Mm.
0: And what I love now is that I think KP's shown more initiative over the last few weeks. Even if they do stop him he gets flat on that next tackle yeah. and then the lines in just where he gets into dummy half is himself and he goes and that's almost where they're more dangerous yeah
1: for sure i love the fact that you can see a cognitive like kind of effort to get the ball to badman best now yep. like they're, they're really going oh we've got an absolute fucking dog on the edge there just give him the bloody ball and that's why as
0: tim said like you quite often see fullbacks they go down the left they let go of the ball then you just see them run and get into position for that next sweep on the right I want KP getting in a dummy half and getting in first receiver when when it's broken down on the left and just yep. going
1: again and yep. again and again. And telling that left edge just stay on the fucking ball. Yep. Don't fucking go back and you know clock off. As soon as there's a quick play the ball on edge, just fucking push up. It's like what Storm did when they had that record breaking year for points. They as soon as they got a quick play the ball, you just saw their whole team rush through the middle like it was it was like an avalanche. Um, so yeah, and I, I also think. I just think that Caelan Ponga, you can just see him stepping into that leadership role. Like gee, like, there's no, you know, a couple of years ago when he got put into that leadership role, he was still like 24 years old. So you could see him like slowly kind of inching towards it. I think he's really accepted it now and said like, I have to be the guy. I have to be.
0: And I, I think it was his first three goal kicks the other night he missed. And I, and I sat there and thought,
1: I wonder
2: if
0: he'll hand it to Hastings now. Yeah. And I just love the way that KP just went, no, no. This is my, it's my responsibility. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So... Really loving KP. Um, I've got to say, though, Dominic Young and Marju, they are so fucking important to that side. Mm-hmm. Their out-of-trouble hit-ups yeah. are as, nearly as good as any wingers in the comp. And so them losing Dominic Young, do they who have they got replacing him? Because I think that's they're really going to hurt without Dominic Young. they and got the
0: two young fellas coming from England. One's a 5'8", but the other one is a centre, Kai Pierce-Paul, I believe his name is. So they could play him there. Tell you what, watching that New South Wales under-19s the other night, Ethan Ferguson, that they've mm. just let go of Is the Is he the Knights? He was. He'd oh. just gone to South. Um, uh, yeah, and he had a great game the other night. He was unreal. There's still some defensive things there he's got to sort out when you see him play New South Wales Cup. But, mm. God, he would have been handy. Because oh, coming mate. out of his own end, he would have been Because
1: That's what he does, coming out of his own end, tough carries.
0: Yeah. Um, but Since yet. arriving at South, he's essentially gone one or two games a flag, straight
2: into he Cup. must love playing New South Wales Cup if he's gone to the Bunnies as a backline player.
0: Well, he's uh, Luttrell Mitchell's um, cousin, which has oh. So Newcastle were probably always at billions to keep him. You are going to
2: have the best back five of all time, the Bunnies, next year. Yeah, because you've heard Luttrell talk about Newcastle and how they didn't pick him when he was a yeah. teenager, so he yeah. loves <laughs> <line areas laughs> to awesome. And you hate to be that, too. Yeah.
1: Um, and, like, in, in saying everything we just said, like, I've, to be clear, Tyson Gamble still did a good job on the weekend. Like, it wasn't bad or anything like that. I think it's need to be really clear about that. Well, I think we're just more talking about, you know, he's 27 years old. You know, if they're going to hit the finals, is he the man that's going to be able to take him to that next level? Uh, he he could, look, he could progress into it. As we always say, Cody Walker, now Cody Walker was a different kettle of fish, but he didn't debut till he's 26. Um But yeah, I, as I said, like Tyson Gamble, 20 runs, 136 metres, two tackle breaks, 22 tackles, like you can't ask for that much more of a bloke like Tyson Gear. Well, that's what you get out of him. You get fucking ticker and a bloke that's just going to keep having a dig. Mm. And I think that's what the the Knights have been built around this year is just having a crack for most of their games. Probably, I'd say 80% of their games, they are having a red-hot crack. Which is all we asked for yeah. last
2: year, yeah. wasn't it? We just want to see them have a crack and they're doing it, so.
1: Um, now, uh, I thought Daniel Saifidi had a really good game. Um, I guess we've got to talk about the negatives, though. Um. Jack Hetherington, it's just like, look, I, I get it. I, I'm all for – it's such an aggressive game. There's going to be players in there that are just fucking hyper-aggressive and sometimes they take it too far. I think a Hargreaves is a perfect example of that. Um, you know, there's countless examples of that. But I just think Hetherington, like how many times is, is enough? Like how many times before you go, I'm letting my team down by having brain snaps like this? Um I I was really disappointed and I think that he, he really needs to have a look in the mirror and say, what do I want to be? Do I want to be the bloke that everyone remembers as just loses his head all the time? Or do I want to be remembered as a fucking tough, good footy player? Because that's what he can be and we've seen him do it. And you talk to players that have played with him previously and even guys in Newcastle they all wrap him because he's he's
0: very he's a lot more agile than what we give him credit he's for. He's got so much potential. So much potential it's insane. Like every year every January there's an article that comes out he's going to play on the edge and every time I go surely not. Mm. But then like I remember talking to Hastings in the person he goes mate you should see how how well he moves mm. and how hard he hits on that edge and how good he's like he just does all the little things right but then you get a 5'8 who's popped up in first grade and tries to just get under his skin and like just plays it perfectly. You literally saw Will Smith walking away laughing, going "Got him." Got got him. Wasn't well, that that was, big, that was
2: such a game plan? They it. one hundred percent it was, it was yeah. yeah, without a doubt, and it worked. And he, he just took the cheese straight away. Yeah. He was even happy that he didn't actually have to get his head punched in to do it as well. Yes. It was just a little, just face a little
1: yeah. Like if you are going to do it, you may as well bloody do it. <laughs> um, look, I, look, I'm not not sure what Heatherington is doing off the field, but if he isn't doing anything like. Reach out to guys like Hudson Young. I know Hudson Young is younger, I'm pretty sure, so it's a bit weird. But, you know, Hudson Young had massive issues with his temper. Like, so, but he managed to go and speak to people, get his head right. And now, he, you know, he played Origin, and I don't think he should have got dropped. So, like, I consider him an Origin player. Reach out to Corey Halls, bro. Yeah, like all, all the boys that. You know, we're always going to have firebrands brands that come through and play rugby league. It's a violent game. It's an aggressive game.
2: Well, the Red, the Red Dog spoke to saw an article on his way to Gordy Talis, didn't he? Anger management. Anger Gordie management. Talis. Yeah, so I can go and have some anger management with Big Gordy. Yeah, because it's just
1: you're just letting your team down. If that happens in a, a against a team that you know is good, you're getting absolutely crucified for it. He's 27 years old, Jack.
0: I didn't realize he was. Oh that right. old. I
1: Hope I look. If you're 27 and that's still an issue, it doesn't look like it's going to change. Um, But I hope he can sort it out because, unfortunately, at the moment, he'll just be remembered as the guy that, you know, kept getting sent off for 10, kept having brain explosions when he's so much more than that. He's so much more than that. He has so much more to offer. As you said, everyone that's played with him, you know, great player, has a lot lot to give his team, but... He's his worst enemy. He's his own worst enemy, unfortunately. Four clubs in five years for Jack Yeah. You know what?
0: Like, If he could just sort that stuff out, he's perfect for Newcastle. Perfect. Like he, he's actually in a really good spot if
1: he can just get it sorted. He can get a decent contract yep. at a club that needs his services. All he needs to do is take 10 tough hit-ups a game and make his tackles. That's it. That's it. Which he's more than capable of doing. Easily. Yep. He's capable of impacting games. Like There were a period there at the Bulldogs where he was genuinely impacting games for them. If like you even have a look this year, he's made
0: 300 tackles. He's missed 21.
1: Yeah. Anyway, hopefully he fixed it because you just hate to see a guy with so much potential self, to, like, to be his own worst enemy. It's one thing for things outside of it. Like, for example, you look at, like, a Brayley, who it's just out of his control what's happening to him. He can do everything. Whereas when it's in your control, that's the, you know, disappointing bit. Um, look, outside of that, as, as I said, like, I'm, I'm a bit torn, but I still think. The Knights t- the are probably four weeks in. If you had asked me where they're going to be end up, I rec- I would have said bottom four. The, they'll be fighting in the bottom four. The fact they're sitting in the tenth, I think that Adam O'Brien, I think Kaelin Ponga deserves a massive rap. I think the the club deserves a rap for, even though a lot of the bad things that have happened are self inflicted, <coughs> they've handled themselves the best, well, mo- near the best they can in a bad situation, and they deserve a rap for that.
0: Yeah, and I agree. I think Adam O'Brien, you know, he obviously made the decision that the K-P to start the in K to five eight. He could have been stubborn with it. Mm. Credit to him for not being stubborn. For the love of God, please learn from it. Yeah. But at least he did say, okay, messed up. Need to sort this out. Yeah. It's kind of screwed our recruitment, but it's the best thing for the team.
1: Yeah. yeah cool. And look, I guess the positive is, is I'm sure they're not, you know, I'm sure Hastings isn't on a huge wicket. Gamble wouldn't be on a big wicket. So um, they would have money in the cap to go in the market. So if they can sit around that ninth, 10th, even that like maybe sneak into the 8th on a good year, Recruitment's going to be much easier than if they're at the bottom of the table.
2: Mm. Lockie Miller's the other one that could slide in on the wing next year. Yeah. We think he's an out out fullback. I, I don't mean, know what Miller is, to be honest yeah. with
0: you. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's a fullback. He's
2: closest to a fullback. Mm. But very mm. unorthodox
0: the way he does fullback yeah. teams.
2: Like, so. I haven't seen enough of him on the wing. He spent a bit of time on the wing yeah. at the Sharkies. But I just think, I do think he's an NRL quality player. The gap opening up. Yeah. I mean, he might get first crack. He, he, he's a bloke who. He'd replace Dom Young. I think he'd run for 200 metres a game, bust his arse. Mm. Um, defensively reads in that, I'm not sure, but I think there's a spot, potential spot there for him. Yep. This is where for next year they have
0: signed Will Price, who I think will probably be the 5'8", mm. where he'll compete with Gamble, and you know, hopefully he, he can come over and do we do well. And this guy, is Paul, I think he'll be a good player as well. So hopefully if these guys work out from the Super League, which to their credit, it's worked out with Dom Young. Mm. So fingers crossed they can. Get those two on the head because they, they they could change a lot and you wouldn't be paying much for them. They're coming for opportunity. Mm. So, once again, mm. their salary cap could be reasonably well balanced.
1: Yeah. Now, on to the Tigers. Uh, really, really poor for- performance for the Tigers. Um, really, the only shining light for them at the moment is Buller. Uh, Papaliti did some good things. Bateman fights, you know, as in, like, he, he does always try to stay in games and fight for everything, but. Just as an, as an organisation, like, I, there's not a single part of me that thought that they would be in this position this year. I didn't think that they'd make the eight, but I definitely didn't think that they'd be playing some of their worst rugby league.
0: In a game like this, you know, they're, they're obviously missing their halves, which isn't ideal. Appy comes back, you know, didn't played good minutes, but he wasn't 100% himself. But I just would have thought with Clemmers, Papalese, Batemans, they're not getting blown off the parking games.
1: <laughs> Against the Knights.
0: Against the Knights. Like, yeah. Completing
1: pretty pretty at 61%. <gasps> 61%. And and he, that, yeah, as
2: you said, shining light. That, that that fullback. is Incredible. He is unbelievable. You look at, like, clubs that are getting decimated week in, week out, and if it's bad enough, you can generally put it down to just a massive injury ward at them. But the Tigers at the moment, all right, they're missing their two halves. Luke Brooks, Adam Dewey. Big losses, we know that, but said, Gary, their forward pack is pretty well full strength. The other two they've got in there, Charlie Staines, who was in and out of first grade earlier in the year, David Nofaluma, who was also dropped for stages during the end again last year. So it's not like they've got an injury war where there's 10 blokes out and they've got excuses.
1: Okay. Th- Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. They, they've lost both <clears throat> their halves, essentially. You look at the Dolphins forward pack. Are you telling me the Dolphins forward pack on paper is that much better than? Appy Corriveau, Clemmer, Papali'i, Bateman, and Bolo, and then you got Bloor coming off the bench. Is 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 the Dolphins forward pack that much better than that one? Like on paper, like clearly they are because like the way they're playing.
2: Well, you've got Stefano, Origin, recent Origin. Yeah, I didn't
1: even say fucking Stefano. Yeah.
2: Recent Origin, Appy, recent Origin, then injury. Clemmer, a bloke that we all nearly would have had in our Origin sides. Papali'i, Kiwi row, Bateman, English rower. And then Fanua Bale, upcoming talent, it's an unbelievable forward pack.
1: Then you've got 12 kind off the bench who, you know, we know is a, is a good, solid NRL forward.
0: It's only really been injury that's probably kept Bloor out of those conversations yeah. throughout his career.
1: I mean, Bloor was the captain of his bloody New South Wales side that had, like, guns in it that are killing it right now. Um, yeah, look, you can never excuse performances, especially when it's, like, 61%, but I just think that that environment is so poor for players to play in that it's you can't not look you can't just keep blaming the players and the coaching staff you can't just go oh we've been doing this for 10 years with 10 different playing groups with 10 different coaching staffs but it's all their fault now they have to be responsible for their performance for sure but as a club surely enough is enough like i even saw in the paper that it's reported that tim sheens didn't get invited to some kind of emergency meeting between Benji and Scott Fulton and, you know, Benji wants to get Caesar to the club, but like, what the hell, how is that getting into the media? Yeah, it could get
0: worse. So they play on Thursday night, the Dragons. <laughs> so it could be a little spoon off there potentially. The Tigers lose that. And if they get done, which it's in Wollongong, which Ben Hunt will be back playing and stuff, which quite possibly could. You might be seeing the
1: pit i there. just feel sorry for the fans and you know what i feel sorry for the players too and i know people will go oh you just care about the players because you're next player guys how many squads how many squads have to come through this club before we realize the environment for these players is not good like i just if you're not convinced yet nothing's going to convince you like nothing is going to convince you
2: tell you what drags and tigers on a thursday night thats one oh. of the great oh take your partner out for dinner, tell her you're not worried about the footy, you want to have, it, want to have a nice dinner, darling. No,
1: no, 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 you tell her it's a massive game but you love her so yeah, much yeah. that you're going to take her out for dinner. Timmy, Timmy <laughs> the Tin Heart, mate, you could learn a thing or two from Old Beak. You've got to use some fucking big wins when you can I'm get them. I'm trying
2: to learn every week,
1: mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what else is there to say? Like, like, even a guy like Stafford Toa comes out and absolutely fucking terrorises Valentine Holmes, hasn't shot a... hasn't fired a shot since... And you
0: you mentioned uh, um, those reports earlier about Tim Sheen's reportedly not being invited. You know, if it is true, which maybe it's not, but I said it before in there, if I'm Benji Marsh, I'm going, I don't know, is this for me? Is Mate. this the best option for me? I'm a <laughs> club legend. They've treated me like shit on multiple occasions. Tim Sheen's, like it or not, club legend. Treatment hasn't been fantastic. This is the Robbie same Farrow, the assistant, also got treated this like This is
1: the same admin like. that... Robbie, uh, that uh, Benji Marshall found out he was getting moved on in the paper. Yep.
3: In the paper. What do you got there, Matty? I just thought I'd run through the coaches since 2012. So Tim Sheens, then Michael Potter for two years, then Jason Taylor for two years, and then he got sacked in round three. Then Andrew Webster was interim for a bit. Then Ivan Cleary came in for two years. Then Madge came in for three and a half years. Then Breck Morley, Benny Gardner, were interim last year. Tim Sheens again. This is all in 11 years. And said Ivan Cleary as well, didn't you? No, nah, I said, I said, oh, I might have missed him, but yeah, you Ivan Cleary. That. Oh, you did say yeah. Ivan. Sorry. And and then Benji's is about to come in. So if, if you count Tim Sheens as twice, that's seven coaches in Whoa. whenever he comes in. What eleven, twelve, thirteen years?
1: The thing is, is like whether it's true or not, the, the news news around the Tigers has been leaked constantly for at least three or four years. So like the thing is, is like a lot of journa- a lot of people will say, oh. You know, journos just make stuff up. And there are some journos that will just like, but most journalists, Timmy, you can speak more mm. less, most journalists are getting information from someone in the closet, inside the club.
2: Yeah. I think the make it up stuff is a myth of its own. I just, I cannot imagine, but barring maybe a journal who's, you know, this getting, again, a bit tinfoil, a bit like working with an agent and and trying to get a line out there. The fact they'll just make something up for the sake of it, I think is ridiculous. I think it's more like if a journo gets a a bit of information. Doesn't check his sources. Yeah, and doesn't check your sources. And then it comes out and just seems outlandish. Like, he's made this up. I don't think it's made up. I think they've got something from a shit source and haven't checked
1: it. And the source has an agenda that he's trying to push in the paper. I think
2: that's more to it rather than made it up.
1: That's the concern at the Tigers is like, regardless of what is or isn't true over the last few years there's just conflicting agendas just coming out getting leaked constantly constantly like the fact that we even know about this fulton benji blow up and that yeah mate look it's ad nauseum how how many times i got to say it i've been saying the same thing about the tigers for two years two years straight the problem is is that this roster it should be it's i mean stefano is one of the best young front rowers in the comp Buller. Rookie of the year, essentially, him and Preston, but like if Buller wins it, we'd all say yes. Mm. The makings of a good side is right here in front, it's right there. So, why not just look at okay, what is the main problem? It's clearly the environment, clearly. And
0: you know, the thing that I worry the most about is that we could have another situation that we saw, you know, almost 10 years ago with all these young guys leaving to go everywhere else.
2: Yeah. That- Jareem Buller, to do what he's done in this team oh. is remarkable. It's incredible. Like, we know he's a gun, but I don't think people have a clue how good of this bloke is going to be. Like, in that game when the Tigers were terrible, scored two really good tries, you, you know, his positioning is incredible for his age and just his nous at the back of the field. That tackle he made on Marju... Point blank on the line, there's about a meter and a half to the line, goes up and somehow holds him up. He's a freak. He's incredible. Imagine what he's doing for like Penrith or the Mate. Bunnies right now. And the the one that he he didn't make the tackle, but just the chase on Gamble. Mm.
0: When was the last time you've seen a fullback get drawn and pass twenty meters out and then somehow make the contact Mate. to get in the
1: goals? Like if the Tigers, the Tigers should be fucking extending him immediately. Right now, and like if they should be minimum offing him. I know it's too much at the moment, but minimum six mm. to seven hundred thousand dollars a year. The question is, if you're Buller, do you take it? Yeah, well, you don't. But
0: he, like, I, I think yeah. the Roosters
1: would be sitting there
0: going, "Jeez, Teddy's Look, thirty-three. We're I, don't like, rinse and <laughs> I don't like repeat this. I don't like saying I guess that. Fullback, and you come.
1: I don't like saying that because I know fans are like fucking El Kempi Stop telling our fucking young guns <laughs> to leave. <laughs> Fuck, I'll say it. Um, you can tell though that's what the Roosters like. But if I'm the Roosters, that's exactly the guy I would be looking at. Well you're yeah, the Storm. You got Pappenhausen who's just returned to training with the top squad. You see how he goes, but surely the Storm is sitting there going, you know, what's going on with Buller? Could
2: you imagine the Storm, uh, Bulla, with the Storm, how good he would be? How old is he? So he's 21. I was just looking up his el- eligibilities because I know he was – He's eligible for everything. He, yeah, because, yeah, Keeper Park. So he's a Queensland Queenslander, Queensland, yeah. but born in NZ. Please take NZ, mate. <laughs> just what the Maroons need is another
3: freak fullback. He's got um, – I think he's got Fiji and Samara in him as well. Oh, okay, is, even better.
2: Take Fiji or something.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, he is super. If I look, if I'm the Tigers, I am trying desperately to lock him in, and I'm trying to woo him with this incredibly big contract. Because right now he'd be on minimum, and as a young fella, when you see six or seven hundred thousand dollars, like over four or five years, you go, like that's family life-changing kind of stuff. I'm surprised that there hasn't been, you know, stuff in the paper of the Tigers looking to extend him.
2: I'd throw six at him for sure. Easy
1: because. Six hundred is too much now. Yeah. But six hundred for one of the best fullbacks in the competition is fucking chump change in two years time. Chump change.
0: Interesting to see if Billy Slater. If he's eligible for Queensland, do you bring him in as an extended squad member next year? To try
1: and Mate, if he keeps going definitely like this. Definitely yeah. you yeah. Yeah, if, he's yeah, hit, if it's if worth
0: it, a sixty dollar tracksuit, sure. 100
1: oh, <laughs> <man, laughs> percent you bring him in as an eighteenth, nineteenth man. If he keeps like this this up. Um Mate, he is incredible. He's incredible. Uh, as I said, there were you know, Papaliti had some good moments, line break, fen fen, try, try assist. Bateman tries his heart out. That's a thing, when you look at these stats, you go, you know, they tried their asses off, but Jesus. Like Stafford had four errors. Um, I know not all errors are the, the same and Mate,
0: the outside backs had a very poor game yeah. for the Tigers. They had a tough night.
1: Another one, like Junior Tupo came onto the scene, was a world beater, and now he's just completely not even close mm. to the player that he was, you know, six or well, eight weeks ago. Yeah. And in my opinion, it's uh, evidence of not in the right environment. That's all that is to me. Uh, but anything else to say on the Tigers, boys? I'm I'm, I'm actually – it can actually get worse. That's what's crazy right now. Like that's how concerned I am with the Tigers. This can actually get worse because if this Benji, Scott Fulton, Tim Sheens versus – like this – it feels like the admin are on one side – coaching staff on one side, and they're they're not agreeing on things, it it could genuinely get worse. And also, let's say Benji or Tim or whoever walks away and says, I am not dealing with this. Who would coach the Tigers? Who would go there?
0: And if it it doesn't work with Benji, who's it going to work with? At least Benji can maybe convince guys to come play for him. All my, who Benji is, if you take that
1: away. Yeah. All my mail is that when they, Benji really started to get hands on, they listened to him, is when they started playing well and books started killing.
3: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: So
0: by the dragons this week, Christ, I hope they can win that. Then they go South Sydney Raiders Warriors. So it could get really ugly. So they're basically
1: almost guaranteed the spoon.
0: And they've given their home game, away. <laughs> they've given their home game against the Warriors away to play it in Hamilton. Yeah, so the next three weeks they go Wollongong, Tamworth to play the Bunnies, Canberra, and then to New Zealand. Mate, Spoon back to back potentially. Fuck.
1: With the recruitment that they did, oh
0: my god. Especially when you know Spoon last year was coming 16th, now it's
2: 17th. Oh,
1: mate anyway as i said i feel sorry for the players and i definitely feel sorry for the fans because they keep turning up they keep paying their money they deserve better man they des- they deserve so much better than there's nothing everyone understands that clubs have two or three four or five poor years like everyone understands that but the amount of drama that's gone on in this club for so long now the fans deserve better in my opinion they really do
0: to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty daddy hey mikey if you're gonna puke find the popcorn bowl but my availability is 110 percent coincidentally so is my fever (laughs) kidding mel i'm so cold but hot uh but i'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as
3: uh, mikey popcorn bowl press one to use instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes press two to keep working do not press two just use instacart brian